Welcome, Raptors enthusiasts. This is the Raptors Abroad Podcast. This is the Riggedy Raptors Abroad Podcast. What is happening, my people? This is your boy, Sam, representing from London, UK, breaking down yet another Toronto Raptors basketball game. And this time we're on game 12, taking on the champs, taking on the MVP, taking on the son of former Toronto Raptor, Del Curry. Of course, I'm talking about the Golden State Warriors, Raptors on the road. Coming off of a terrible loss to the Sacramento Kings in which they gave up a 16-2 run to close that ball game and to lose by 6. Ouch. On the other end of the spectrum, Golden State Warriors have been having a ball. They've started out this season 11-0. I mean, we knew they were going to be good. They just won the championship. But 11-0? This is scary. They're starting to challenge those Chicago Bulls' Michael Jordan 72-10 record. I mean, 11-0 is something to be scared of. Let's be honest. However, they haven't exactly been pulverizing everybody. Their very last ball game, they needed overtime to beat the New Jersey Nets. And in fact, the Nets had that ball game in the bag. They had an eight-point lead, I think, with about four minutes to go. But Golden State stormed right back. Andre Iguodala buried a clutch three with about six seconds to go in that fourth quarter, tied up the ball game. And then the Nets were held to just two points in the fourth. Warriors scored 10. And it's all on the back of Steph Curry. I mean, this guy is the best player in the game. There's no other way around it. He is absolutely shattering the league right now. In fact, let's take a look at some of his numbers before we get going. All right, first of all, I want to talk about this guy's numbers just against your T-Raps because it's ridiculous. In fact, his High scoring average against any team at home is against the Toronto Raptors. You want to hear these numbers? He averages 28.6 points per game, 55.4% from the field, and 51.4% from three against the Raptors in five games at home. Devastating numbers. And you want to know what he's been up to this season through 11 games? Check it. 33.7 points per game. Shooting 52% from deep, 92% from the free throw line, 45% from three. Oh yeah, and he's hooking up 4.8 rebounds, 5.9 assists per game, and 2.4 steals. These are averages. He's been slightly above those averages the last couple of games, though. He broke off on Minnesota for 46. Then he dropped 34 on Brooklyn in the game I just talked about in overtime victory. That's 80 points the last two games. Scary stuff. Alright, so the Raptors at 7-4 and four, taking on the 11-0 Golden State Warriors. Without further ado, let's get into it. First quarter. It's not good news early, folks. The Raptors start out shooting 1 of 8. Warriors, on the other hand, 5 of 9. It's 
So I'm gonna jump right to the 715 mark. Get a little positivity. Kyle Lowry. Nice little move here. Sneaks in behind Steph Curry. Picks his pocket. Raptors go the other way. And Luis Scola. Sneaking in after the Raptors miss a shot. Steals away a defensive rebound from the Warriors. And lays it in. And with that, the Raptors, despite that terrible start, are amazingly only down three. 11-8. Got ourselves a couple of points at the free throw line. 6.15 mark, and it is Lob City for a couple of minutes. Steph Curry hooking up Harrison Barnes in transition. He throws it down. And then 45 seconds later, it's Curry lobbing to Festus Azili, who is greatly improved. I've watched every single Warrior games this season, by the way. I mean, I've been saying it every podcast. Steph Curry is must-see TV, so I'm watching all the games. And Azili has been impressing me. Dude's game has expanded a little bit. But this is stuff he could always do, which was catch the ball in traffic off a nice lob pass from Curry and throws it down. Looked a little scary, but he did not scare Damari Carroll because Carroll comes right back the other way, answers with a three ball. Raptors only down two, 15-13. Five-minute mark, Steph Curry trying it again, enjoying all these lobs. Throws one up to Azili, but Damari Carroll, he's seen this before, and he ain't letting it happen. He meets Azili at the apex as he catches it and blocks him out of bounds. But on the possession, Steph Curry hits his fellow splash brother, Clay Thompson, on the backdoor cut, and Thompson lays it up and in. Kind of cute to call them splash brothers. You remember back in the day when we used to wonder who was better? Steph Curry or Klay Thompson, it was kind of a toss-up. Now it's almost it's almost like a like a like it's like a splash father and a splash son. Maybe that's not fair. He's, he's more like a, a splash big brother and a splash little brother. That's more what I would call it, because Klay Thompson is definitely following Steph Curry's lead. And there's no shame in that. There is no shame. Klay Thompson's a fantastic player, but you just cannot mess with what Steph Curry is doing these days. 4.06 mark, Jonas Valanciunas on the right block, spins over his right shoulder, goes to the lefty hook in the paint, and it is a wild shot. I'm telling you, if he is more than three feet out with that left hand, it just turns into a line drive. He's going to have to work on the wrist flick a little bit there, JV. But the good news is that Kyle Lowry, I guess, is used to seeing that shot, and he crashes the glass hard, and he catches it just as it comes off the backboard, lays it back in. 345 mark then. Damari Carroll coming up with a steal. Raptors work it around. They miss the shot, but Carroll is there for the offensive rebound and layup. 30 seconds later, Carroll, just giving us outstanding minutes, comes up with another steal. Gives the ball up to Kyle Lowry, who pushes it in transition. He's fouled. Goes to the free throw line, knocks them both down. 8-0 run for the T-Raps. Thanks to some excellent work by Damari Carroll. And they're up by four. Despite that tough start, it's 21-17 Toronto. 2.40 mark, DeMar DeRozan. Rotating on defense, and for some reason, thought that Steph Curry, with the ball behind the three-point line, would be okay to back off of. Leaves him wide open. And Curry, from the right wing, of course, nothing but the bottom of the net. So Lowry comes back the other way, gets two of those points back with a little mid-range pull-up. 
152 mark. Lowry not learning from DeMar DeRozan's mistake earlier. Curry left wide open in the left corner. Lowry just looked at him, and I guess he decided to save his energy. He figured he's going to make it whether he runs at him or not. But amazingly, Steph Curry not able to connect from that left corner. Raptors dodge a bullet there. Corey Joseph trying to take advantage, pushes it in transition. And just a couple of seconds after the Curry miss is fouled. Goes to the free throw line, but Joseph missing both free throws. Two in a row, that hurts from one of your point guards. And to make matters even worse, Andre Igudala, the finals MVP, knocks down a three ball the other way, and the Golden State Warriors take the lead back 24 23. 28 seconds to go, Corey Joseph working the pick and roll beautifully with Bismack Biombo. Biombo wide open, but Joseph, for some reason, it was one of those glaringly open passes that he could have just hit him with and Biombo would have had an easy two-handed throwdown. But Joseph decides to keep it for himself, puts up a contested floater, catches back iron. That turns into a transition break for the Warriors, and that turns into a Steph Curry pull-up three ball. Dude is just too good. So Joseph trying to make up for his mistake. One second to go in the quarter on the drive. But Festus Azili there to reject his layup attempt. And the Warriors take a four-point lead into the second quarter. Second quarter. Just over a minute into the quarter. Golden State Warriors working the offensive glass three boards on one possession and it winds up in the hands finally of Ian Clark and Ian Clark knocks it down from deep Warriors open up an eight-point lead 33-25 starting to get away from your T-Raps but they respond Corey Joseph trying to make up for that rough couple of minutes to close that first quarter he was able to get himself a couple of scores and James Johnson doing some work he also got himself to the rim for a pair of layups 8.32 Mark Damari Carroll driving down the left side at top speed able to put in a shot off glass difficult shot line drive I mean it had to be spot on perfect but it drops and folks that tied up the ball game at 35 so the Raptors erase that 8 point deficit 7.07 Mark Festus Azili blocks Jonas Valanciunas one on one when JV was trying a little fadeaway jumper, like I said, Azealia has stepped his game up, man. Because that is not something you see happen to Jonas very often. And Azealia blocked him clean and hard. Jonas got the ball right back, tried another shot, and Azealia, I think, even got a piece of that. Caused a shot clock violation. 6.30 mark, Corey Joseph continuing to make up for his earlier mistakes. A sweet driving layup. But Draymond Green... Very impressive player. This dude seems to be able to do a little bit of everything. And Draymond Green stepped up, this time showing off his shot from deep, draining a three ball. Five-point lead now for the Warriors, 42-37. 4 mark, Kyle Lowry. Little copycat of Corey Joseph. Similar drive to what he did earlier, finishes with the reverse layup. But Clay Thompson starts to get it going. Answers him from deep, and it's a 49-41 ball game. Golden State Warriors again, back up eight. 
Warriors go back to Thompson. 325 mark hits a mid-range jumper. And Jonas Valanciunas then on the inbounds for the second time in this ballgame. I was trying not to say anything in the first one. But in the first quarter he wound up doing this and now he does it again in the second. Coughs up the inbounds pass. This time, The first time it was to Andrew Bogut. Warriors scored on this one. They gave it up to Steph Curry. And Curry quickly lays it up and in. Raptors down a dozen now. So they come back. They try to respond. They give it to Damari Carroll. But he loses the handle underneath. Warriors break the other way. And Steph Curry floats up a perfect pass to Iggy Pop. Andre Iguodala. And the dude can still get up there and finish with the best of them. And can I just take this moment? I know I've gone over this many times. Anytime that Andre Iguodala has played against the Toronto Raptors. And I've been doing this podcast. I just have to mention how much it hurts me. Every time, I mean, I love the guy. I'm a big fan of the guy. He seems like a great person. But just the fact that the Raptors could have drafted him and instead took Rafael Arujo. Thanks, Rob Babcock. Both Rob Babcock and Rafael Arujo no longer in the NBA. And you know, Rafa, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say about that draft pick. It just never made any sense. I tried to reconcile it in my head. I even met him one time at the Eaton Center. He was a nice guy. But man, just didn't give us much. Meanwhile, Andre Iguodala, the reigning finals MVP. So yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit bitter when I see him finish a huge alley-oop throwdown. And the Raptors starting to get stomped by the champs. 203 mark, Festus Azili. Earning his paycheck the old fashioned way, the way that he did when he first got into the league. Grabbing offensive rebounds. Flies in for one in traffic, then kicks it to Clay Thompson. Left wing, three ball, money. About 30 seconds later, it's Azili again, outworking Damari Carroll and Luis Scola, snatching an offensive rebound from in between the two of them. And this time he hits Steph Curry on the right wing. And Curry, like his fellow Splash Brother, is money from deep. And it's an 18-point deficit, folks. 63-45. Things were close just a couple of minutes ago, and that's what can happen against this squad. You hesitate for a second, a couple of slips, and they will pounce. Clay Thompson with 18 points in the ballgame, 8 of 13 shooting. Raptors able to get two of those points back before the half closed. So at the break, down 16, 63-47. Third quarter. Raptors look like they got a decent break. as They come out, get themselves a couple of scores. But the rim protection has just disappeared just opens up for Andrew Bogut. He gets himself back-to-back throwdowns. DeMar DeRozan tries to answer, tries to establish a little presence inside for the T-Raps, but instead gets pushed out to the perimeter, and Clay Thompson, with excellent defense, shuts him down. DeMar DeRozan, a bunch of pump fakes, shot clock violation. Nine-minute mark, Steph Curry returns the favor with the uncharacteristic turnover and dribbles the ball off his foot. Kyle Lowry picks it up, breaks the other way, feeds Damare Carroll, rising up, and dude has been money from deep as of late. 
and he drains a three ball. And it took Curry about 20 seconds to make up for that turnover. Off the dribble drive and gorgeous setup for Andrew Bogut, who is just got a wide open free pass to the rim in this third quarter. Third dunk of the queue in just 2 minutes and 20 seconds of play. But yet again, Damari Carroll, folks, had the answer. The $60 million man earning that paycheck knocks down his second consecutive three ball from the left wing. Warrior lead down to 10, 71-61. So cut eight off of that 18-point deficit. 7-25 mark Draymond Green with the lob to Festus Azili. And I've seen him do this quite a few times this season. He's gotten really good at that short-range lob pass. But again, zero rim protection by the T-Raps. Just getting dunked on left and right. DeMar DeRozan, though, nice work establishing a little bit for the T-Raps. He comes back, answers by attacking the rim. And the C's part for him, he's able to lay it up and in. Warrior lead, now down to 8, 73-65. 6.45, DeMar DeRozan again with penetration gets into the paint and out of the corner of his eye spots Damare Carroll. Cutting back door, hits him with the pass and Carroll uses the rim for protection, goes up on the left side, finishes on the right with a reverse layup. 5.58 marks Steph Curry. Just an absolutely gorgeous layup, able to fly around a couple of T-Rabs. Damare Carroll with the challenge and Curry just flick of the wrist high off a glass with the English and this ball just hung on the rim and because of that spin he put on the ball it was able to curl around and drop and don't think that's an accident folks that's completely on purpose nobody spins the ball off the backboard better than Steph Curry absolutely nobody that I've ever seen ever five minute mark DeMar DeRozan continuing his trips to the rim Able to get all the way through the defense. And again, another layup for DeMar. Starting to heat up. 30 seconds later, Jonas Valanciunas working the offensive glass. Comes up with the rebound. Point blank. Puts it back up. Misses. But the quick hand's able to tip in his own miss. I'll pad the stats a little bit, JV. The Steph Curry, the MVP, starting to step up his game even more, if that's even possible. He comes back and answers with a floater. 351 mark DeMar DeRozan fouled by Draymond Green on the step back baseline jumper they wanted no part of DeMar getting looks at the basket but DeMar getting to the charity stripe knocks them both down 79-73 just a 6 point game folks 2 possessions after being down 18 I'm happy 327 mark DeMar DeRozan got the eyes of the tiger right now grabs a defensive rebound and goes coast to coast for the layup no one could get in front of him. But Steph Curry, carrying this team in this third, answers with a big three ball. 133 mark DeMar DeRozan. On the dribble drive, defense collapses, and he kicks it over to three pat. That's right, Patrick Patterson in this ball game, making his first appearance in this episode of the Raptors Abroad podcast in style. Knocking down a triple from the left wing. Raptors down 5, 84-79. 20 seconds later at the 1 minute and 13 second mark. The Warriors with a turnover. DeMar DeRozan on the drive and he's fouled. Goes to the charity stripe thinking this is a guaranteed 2. But no, misses the first. Alright. 
We can deal with that. He's knocked down a bunch, but misses the second. So for the second time in this ball game, a Raptor has gone to the free throw line and missed both free throws. Ouch. 18 seconds to go in the third quarter. Steph Curry into the lane, puts up the soft floater. Nothing but the bottom of the net. So Raps come the other way, give it to Corey Joseph, and with 6.3 seconds to go, he's fouled. Goes to the free throw line, and this time knocks them both down. But 6.3 seconds is a long time for the Golden State Warriors. They grab the ball. Outlet to Andre Iguodala. And Iggy takes it down the left side. Luis Scola was back. Tries to slide in front of him. Instead gets called for a blocking foul as Iguodala is putting the ball up and in off glass. Ouch. Could have been worse though because Iguodala went to the free throw line. Not able to complete the three point play but the Warriors hang on to a seven-point lead going into the fourth. It's 90-83. Fourth quarter. Scola starts the scoring. Knocks down a 15-footer. Steph Curry the other way. With a turnover. He had a bunch in this ballgame, actually. Steph Curry with the turnover there. And Lowry in the right corner. Knocks down a huge three-ball. And suddenly, the Golden State Warriors, who were up 18, are now just up two in this fourth quarter, 90-88. So they come back the other way. Raptors play good defense. They get a stop. So they got a chance to tie or take the lead. But Damari Carroll coughs up the ball for the turnover. And the Warriors get the ball to Maurice Spates. And Spates gets in there for the layup, plus the foul. I'll tell you, Spates is one of those guys who just relies on pure talent because it does not look like he works out at all. But he can come in and score. He's just a talented dude. So with that three-point play, puts the Warriors up 5-93-88. 10 minutes and 30 seconds to go in the game. Luis Scola, fouled, goes to the free throw line. And for the third time in the ball game, a Toronto Raptor misses two free throws. That's six points left on the table. In a game where we're down five. That hurts. 10-08 mark. Damari Carroll from three. You got a decent look. Air ball. Out of nowhere. He's been shooting it lights out. He had a pretty good look. Must have slipped out of his hand. I don't know. But it got into his head. There's a possession later. Carroll gets a decent look late in the shot clock on the right wing. Doesn't want to shoot it, so he swings it over to Tupat. And Tupat, for some reason, did not want to shoot either. So he tries to put it on the floor. And former Raptor, Leandro Barbosa, the Brazilian blur, who's not quite as blurry anymore, but still pretty quick. And he comes up with the steal, pushes it the other way, and uses the high glass. And the English, much like his teammate Steph Curry, Gets that to drop for the fast break layup. Seven point lead now for the Warriors, 95-88. Feeling like it's getting away from us yet again. But 10 seconds later, Barbosa called for a foul on Kyle Lowry. Fouls on the floor. Officials call a timeout. And during the timeout, I did not see what happened. But when they came back, Leandro Barbosa had picked up a technical foul. And interim coach Luke Walton also pick up a technical foul. So Lowry was at the line shooting too. Knocks them both down and it's Raptor ball. 
they weren't able to score on the possession, but just down five after those two free throws. 95-90, we'll take it. 7.55 mark, DeMar DeRozan with Harrison Barnes on him, and Barnes, who'd been playing pretty good D, bites on the pump fake. DeMar able to jump into him on the shot, draw himself a pair of free throws. He knocks them both down. It's a three-point game, 95-92. 7-10 mark, Corey Joseph coming up with the steal. Andrew Bogut fouls him, and that, folks, is the fifth team foul on the Golden State Warriors. What does that mean? That means free throws the rest of the way for the T-Raps. So Joseph walks down to the other end, goes to the charity stripe, and knocks down two big free throws. Raptors only down one. 95-91. 16 seconds later, 6.54 mark, a complete BS call. Jonas Valanciunas playing excellent defense on Andrew Bogut. He's got his arm straight up. Bogus spins into him, barely any contact, but they call him for the foul. So Bogut goes to the line, splits the pair. 6.36 mark, DeMar DeRozan fouled by Clay Thompson on the turnaround fadeaway. And this was a pretty impressive play because Clay Thompson got a piece of the ball as DeMar was bringing it up. But Thompson so quick on his feet, he was able to get up and actually foul DeMar on the wrist just as he released the shot. And that means that DeMar DeRozan has two free throws to tie the ball game. And that's exactly what he does. Amazingly. And you know, I've only been talking about Raptor free throws. That's because the Raptors had zero field goals in the last five minutes. Just living at that free throw line, but somehow able to come back and tie up this ball game. 554 mark, Andre Iguodala fouls Kyle Lowry as he's going for an offensive rebound, which means more free throws for your T-Raps. And Lowry goes to the line, knocks them both down, and the Raptors with a two-point lead. 98-96, they were down 18 against the champs in their building. And the Raptors have come all the way back to take the lead in the fourth quarter. It literally lasts four seconds. Four seconds later. Draymond Green is tossing an alley-oop to Andrew Bogut. And Bogut, of course, finishing with the dunk, tied up at 98. Raptors, though, with the ball. Chance to retake the lead, but Jonas Valanciunas called for the moving screen. And the MVP, earning those letters, comes back, drains a straightaway three off the dribble. Huge shot there. 423 mark, DeMar DeRozan. Dribbling the ball off his foot. It goes out of bounds. Draymond Green comes back the other way. Hits a floater. 103-98 Golden State. It's a 7-0 run for the Warriors after the Raptors took the lead. It's almost like it never happened. <sighs> 342 mark. DeMar DeRozan. Again, he's fouled. Goes to the free throw line. Splits the pair. And this was the start of a trend, folks. Check it. The Raptors go to hack a bogut. Didn't realize Andrew Bogut was a victim of the old Hacka strategy. I guess the originally the Hacka Shack strategy, now it's the Hacka whoever. But the Raptors start fouling him intentionally with just under four minutes to go. And it sort of pays off. He goes to the line, and just like DeMar, goes one of two. So it's a five-point game, 104-99, three and a half minutes to go. 312 mark, Steph Curry 
on the drive looking for the backdoor cutter. One problem, nobody was cutting backdoor. He winds up throwing it out of bounds. Big turnover. Raptors come back the other way, and DeMar DeRozan sets up Jonas Valanciunas. JV not able to score, but he is fouled. Goes to the free throw line. And JV, just like Bogut and DeMar just before him, splits the pair. Had a chance to make it a one-possession game. Instead, makes it a four-point game, 104-100. So the T-Raps go right back to the hack of Bogut, put him at the line, and it works. Bogut again splits the pair. He goes one to two. And that is when the Raptors' Kyle Lowry steps up his game, goes to the clutchness here, 238 mark. He's on the left wing. DeMar DeRozan comes up to get the ball. Lowry gives it to him, swings himself over to the right wing. DeMar kicks it right back, and Kyle rises up, nails the clutch three ball. Raptors down two, 105-103. Huge, huge shot by Kyle Lowry. So the Warriors come back the other way, and they cough it up, a turnover. Raptor possession. They work it around, swing it to Luis Scola. Nice pass from DeMar DeRozan. Scola in the left corner. Great look at a three ball, but unable to connect. A little bit long, a little bit left. And Clay Thompson on the rebound is fouled. And at that point, the Golden State Warriors joined the Toronto Raptors in the bonus. So he goes to the other end with a pair of free throws. But Thompson, like I said, there's something going on with these rims. He splits the pair. Just goes one of two. So it's a one possession game. 106-103 with two minutes to go. Raptor ball. So the Raptors go to DeMar DeRozan. He drives on the baseline, not able to connect. 128 mark now. Steph Curry on the drive beautiful move here stops on a dime about six or seven feet out Kyle Lowry who was sticking with him runs right past him and Curry spins around the other way to get even more separation and then hits a calm 12-foot jumper that's just MVP basketball that's just MVP I mean so quick so smooth and just money so calm that gave him 32 in the ballgame, by the way, exceeding his average of 28 against the Raps. So he's going to improve those numbers. And it's 108-103 Warriors. 121 mark. DeMar DeRozan with the ball. Coughs it up. Turnover. So Golden State comes back the other way, but the Raptors play good defense. They come up with a stop. Ball's in the hands of Corey Joseph. Joseph is fouled, gets sent to the free throw line. But the Raptors just cannot make two in a row. He steps up, splits the pair. But on this occasion, folks, it's excellent news because Kyle Lowry, who's been working the offensive glass so well for a point guard this year, off the missed free throw, flies in, and he is fouled. And that means that Lowry is going to go to the line. And unlike the six free throw shooters before him, Lowry is able to step up and knock down both of his opportunities. Huge shots by Lowry down the stretch. And it's 108-106 Golden State with one minute to go. 50 seconds to go. Steph Curry is fouled. The 90-plus percent free throw shooter goes to the line. And Curry misses the first. Unbelievable. Curry splits the pair in crunch time. 
and the Raptors have the ball just down three. 109-106, a one-possession ball game. Ten seconds later, it's DeMar DeRozan driving all the way down the floor, and he elevates an extra six or seven inches. I think the adrenaline was going on here, but he was just above everyone. Looked like he was looking down at the rim, and he lays it off of high backboard. It looked like he was face height, and he just reached out with his arm and bumped it off the glass and in. Beautiful layup for DeMar DeRozan. One point ball game. 40 seconds to go. It's 109-108 Golden State. So of course, the Warriors are going to give the ball to the MVP, to Steph Curry. And Curry, working Lowry off the dribble, takes him to the hole. Tries to put up a floater, but Lowry, huge play, recovers and climbs the ladder to block Steph Curry. What a clutch play by Kyle. So that means the Raptors have possession with a chance to win this ball game. There's about a one second game clock, shot clock differential. So Raptors at the other end, DeMar DeRozan with the ball and Kyle Lowry in traffic trying to set a screen, gets tangled up with Andre Iguodala. Whistle blows, offensive foul, Kyle Lowry. What? You have got to be kidding me. The guy who's been making all the clutch plays at the worst possible time gets called for the offensive foul. I watched the slow-mo replay 20 times. I'd have to read the rule book to really know what happened there. I mean, Lowry had Andre Iguodala's left arm kind of tucked under his armpit. Was he holding it in there? Was Iguodala sticking it in there? <sighs> Tough call. And so with that... Raptor turnover. So it's Golden State Warrior ball. They inbound to Steph Curry. Of course, we've got to foul him. He makes both of them. And that makes it a three-point game. So still plenty of life for the T-Raps. There is 12 seconds to go. One possession game. No timeouts for your T-Raps. So on the second made free throw, the Raptors have to go. we got to put up a three ball. We don't have time to mess about. So we get the ball to Kyle Lowry. Lowry dribbles it down the left side, expecting him to pull up from deep. But instead, Lowry takes it all the way to the hole. Don't know why. Tries to drive on Andrew Bogut. Gets blocked underneath. Draymond Green picks up the loose ball. He's fouled. And that is your ball game. Makes his free throws. Corey Joseph managed to squeeze in a layup with a couple of seconds to go, but it did not matter. Your Raptors lose this one by five. 115-110, a golden opportunity, no pun intended, wasted there. Could have really made a splash around the league being the first team to beat the Golden State Warriors, especially in their own building. Instead, the Raptors fade away, and they drop to 7-5 and five on the season, and the Warriors in even 12-0. and oh. Let's hit the box score. Unbelievable. Remember that stat line I read out about Steph Curry averaging 28 plus and 50 plus percent from three and from the field, 90 plus percent from the free throw line against the Raptors? Well, he improved on quite a few of those areas in this ballgame. He's actually going to have better numbers the next time he plays the T Raps. These were his totals 37 points. Two steals, nine assists, pair of rebounds, 
6 of 7 free throws, 13 of 23 from the field, and 5 of 10 from deep. I'm telling you, this dude is just playing on a completely other level right now and having a ball doing it. And he got good support from the rest of the squad. Clay Thompson was just 8 of 19, but he had 19 points. They got 5 out of 6 shooting from Andrew Bogut for 13 points. And Draymond Green, 9 points, 9 rebounds. Like I said, dude does a little bit of everything. And as a team, they shoot 53.8%. Of course, a huge part of that has to do with the fact that Steph Curry is knocking down 13 of his 23 attempts. And as a team, check this out. The Warriors, 31 assists to the Raptors, 18. That's a big differential right there. All right, taking a look at your T-Raps, and it's normally, this is, again, I say this all the time, but this is normally a winning box score. DeMar DeRozan, 28 points. Kyle Lowry, also 28 points. Got 17 from Damari Carroll on 7 of 12 shooting. Nearly got a double-double out of Jonas Valanciunas. He had 9 points and 11 rebounds. In fact, that's a shame. They should have got him one more point. Those double-doubles count. And then Corey Joseph, he recovered after a tough start. He had 13 points and 6 assists on 4 of 7 shooting. And then the Raptors, as a team, shoot 46.8%. Very high for them. 6 of 18 from 3-point land, we'll take that. And from the free throw line, could have shot it a lot better. We were shooting fantastic until that fourth quarter. But 39 free throw attempts and the Raptors knocked down 30 of them. Compared to the Golden State Warriors, 18 of 27. If the Raptors shoot 85-90% to 90 from the free throw line like they did last couple of ball games, this is a W. And it would have been a huge W. With the win, the Raptors would be sitting in second in the Eastern Conference, tied with the Chicago Bulls. But instead, we dropped down to sixth. And we're behind the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. I'm not cool with that. I realize everything is really close. In fact, the Eastern Conference, pretty much 1 through 12, is super tight at the moment. Not a lot decided. Cleveland Cavaliers and Atlanta Hawks doing us a little bit of a favor. The Hawks have dropped three straight. Cavs took on the Pistons last night, and LeBron with a couple of key turnovers late. And Andre Drummond with another monster ball game. So doing us a little bit of a favor there, keeping the Eastern Conference a little bit tighter. Next Raptor basketball game is tonight against the Utah Jazz. Continuing this West Coast swing. Let's hope it gets a little bit better because we're 0-2 so far. And it's hard to be that upset about losing to the Golden State Warriors, but we really did have a chance to win this one. And that, uh, you know, the Raptors really control their own fate going down to the wire, and that offensive foul just... That hurt. That put me in a bad mood for a couple hours. I feel bad for anyone that talked to me during that time. All right, that's it for this Raptors Abroad podcast. Thanks for checking it out. I'm your boy, Sam, coming to you from London, UK. Represent... And I'm out. And I'm out. And I'm out. And I'm out.